in the wormmaid's lair, Everett opened his eyes. Panicked, he looked around his cage, claustrophobic, trying to make sense of where he was. He was in the throes of a near-anxiety attack. His vision was blurry. His heart was skipping like the engine of an old 1900s farm use truck. The back of his neck and head were throbbing like they had been cranked in a vice. Wherever he was, it smelt like an appalling combination of old mildew and rotten fish. He knew he was still yet somewhere around Stonehouse Lake. He could hear the splashing of water against the rock walls of the cavern behind him. The walls he could see in front of him looked to be covered in a dark, green, slimy substance. As his vision began to straighten out after a few deep breaths, Everett saw his buddy Ben unconscious in the cage beside him. He smashed against his cage, trying to escape. But the cage, which seemed to be fashioned out of ancient-looking pieces of rusted metal, simply wouldn't budge. It was odd. Even though it seemed to be very old, it was very strong. The metal appeared to have been collected from old vehicles and mining equipment. And then Everett remembered the stories and the warnings that he had heard about Stonehouse Lake as a child. He remembered his pa telling him stories of stolen vehicles shoved into the lake and mining equipment that would seemingly vanish out of thin air. He remembered that there was even a kind of tune that the locals used to sing about the lake, and it went like this. Beware of what awaits at Stonehouse Lake. When waters darken beneath moonlit night, caverns beneath open, revealing thonic sight. Warning be heeded, or soul be damned, by the Nereids which live beneath the dam. Beware of what awaits at Stonehouse Lake. Ever assumed that this was the fate that met the cars and the mining equipment once it was all shoved beneath the dark waters of Stonehouse. All of it had been fashioned into cages to hold those who went missing, which had been quite a lot over the decades now. Everything had been normal around Blair. That is, until the mining started. Ever since Old Hickory Coal Company cut into the first seam of coal beneath Blair Mountain, it was like something had been awakened. Something buried beneath the mountain from a bygone age. As Everett scanned the vaulted room he was in, he also saw a third cage with an older-looking man housed within it. They connected gazes. The old man chuckled, saying, I'm willing to bet a lot of money that that hand will feel a lot better when it stops hurting. The old man had a long white beard with stringy long white hair. He had no shirt. His chest and back were very hairy, and it looked like he hadn't shaved in years. Even in the darkness of the room, Everett could tell that he was very pale. It was like rays of sunlight hadn't touched his skin in years. Where are we? Who are you? How did we get here? Everett asked. How about we stop with a hundred questions, and you keep your voice down before they hear you and they come back in here, the bearded man said. They? Who are they? Everett snapped back. Good night. I can already tell that they've gotten another stubborn one. How about you close your trap and be quiet like your buddy over there before you learn the answers to your questions the hard way? How about that? And about that time, Everett heard a screech and a slithering sound from the arched entryway to his right. <laughs> 